The Kate Daly Show starts now. Hey, everybody, this is Shad Sullivan coming to you from the headwaters of Bitter Creek, Archer County, North Texas. We have to talk. State officials will be assisting to help identify potential alternative markets if a producer is unable to move animals and, if necessary, advise and assist on depopulation and disposal methods. Ladies and gentlemen, we are plowing under vegetable crops from coast to coast. We are euthanizing millions of chickens. We are aborting sows and burying feeder pigs. We are dumping milk by the hundreds of thousands of gallons. And now they are preparing us to depopulate the fat cattle ready to harvest because of a bottleneck created by the effects of COVID. This thing hasn't been created by COVID, but the effects of COVID and the logistics therein. We are in trouble. Our food supply is in trouble. And I am appealing to producers and consumers across the nation to start calling. Yesterday, the first shipment of imported beef from the country of Namibia hit the shores of the United States of America. And yet this morning, they are telling us to prepare to euthanize harvest-ready cattle. Wow. That is some hard news, isn't it? Uh, the fallout, the fallout of COVID-19. Um, yes, the certificate of uh, vaccination, 2019. That seeped into 2020. Here we are. And uh, the fallout is going to, the fallout's what I worry about more. Although I do think we're going to get a big reprieve this summer. I do worry about the rolling lockdowns. I worry about the food. And, of course, people are, are already starting to go buy meat. And I, and I, and which is good. We need people to, to engage in the market, but they're so limited on hours and places they can go. And it's really frustrating. And I, um, I'm frustrated by it. We have so much to say. Of course, I have Melissa on. And so I'm really happy about that. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Hi from there. From the Midwest. From the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Can't get any better than that. We're looking at those farmers and wondering what's going on. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a real big soft place in my heart for farmers and ranchers because I think they are the heart of America. I think they are our gold. And I think if we lose them, we lose the heart of this country because this country has nothing to do with soil as much as it does the people that, that, that till that soil. And let me tell you, um, the farmers and ranchers I know are some of the best caliber. Uh, people I've ever known, and so we we have got to protect. We have got to protect this industry, and I'm so glad. Weren't you glad you sent me this video? I had a lot of people sending it to me, in fact, and they were just horrified at this. And I thought, oh no, you know, we have got to do something, and we have got to know more about the issue, so we know what to do and what's going to work best for these people, and how can we shore up our food supply? Because I don't know about you, but yesterday or the other day, I made I made jalapeno popper burgers. Okay. They're fantastic burgers, by the way. They're really good. Made made them at home for my family. But I wasn't thinking, gosh, can I get that Nambia burger? Uh, Because, you know, we don't. I like I like good old USA beef. I'm sorry. I don't I don't want to have it imported from another country. This is scary. Well, I I, uh, let me first tell you that this is my credibility. My family are farmers. Right. My husband grew up on a farm. My in-laws were dairy farmers. And I, I've been talking to my husband, talking to the farmers that I know. And there's some things we need to understand because I have seen some really interesting comments being made on social media. Well, 
why are they dumping all that milk? That doesn't make sense to us. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to explain a process and where the bottleneck is. We have farmers that have produce that have milk that have a dairy herd, whatever that has the ranchers that have cattle. Mm-hmm. They have all those things, right? And they were those are things that take time to produce and grow. So they've already grown, and it's time to harvest some of that stuff. But the farmer is in a business. Can we just understand that every farm is a, if it's a family farm, it's a small business, but there's also agribusiness, and that's, we need to talk about that before we're done, too. Yeah. But the family farm, my father-in-law, for example, he had a big milk tank that held, oh, a bazillion gallons of milk. Mm-hmm. He did not process that and put it in a jug and sell it. Mm. He sold it to the company that came and hauled the milk. And they pasteurized it and put it in a bottle and then sent it to the store. Right. My father-in-law, without that middleman, had no business. So if so, I have seen people commenting, like, they don't understand. Why are farmers plowing under a field? Why don't they give that to a soup kitchen? Why don't they give all that milk to hungry people? Because do you see the hungry people or the soup kitchen paying that farmer the cost of feeding the cattle every day? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah. we need to understand that this is a business. Farmers don't, far, number one, farmers do this because they want to provide things. Mm-hmm. They are the backbone of American providers. They really they do love knowing that they are feeding the world. Yep. They want to do that. And they're good at it. But they can't do it for free. (laughs) Right. Which seems to be the expectation. And, uh, and it's really unfortunate because as we've, as we've put in these measures, um, you know, it's the broken window theory. The broken window theory is where does this land and who's all affected? Because there's multiple people affected in this chain of events. Well, let, let me give you an example. There's a, there's a farmer that I was reading about in Pennsylvania, he has a flock of chickens, and he's producing about 60,000 eggs a day. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, huh? Right. Yeah. But the cost of feed for him is $15,000 per week. If he only sells half of his eggs... He's short every single week. He said, I can be in debt to my feed supplier for $30,000 in one week. Jeez. Wow. So, you know, this is what we need. So why doesn't he just donate all those eggs? Why is he cracking the eggs and killing the chickens? Yeah. Because he can't afford to feed them. (sighs) Okay. So that's one of the bottlenecks. Now, that particular farmer... And, and I love this about farmers. Farmers are looking for solutions. So this guy, he's, he's partnered up with another, like a co-op group that is helping to sell him directly to consumers. He has to buy additional equipment to clean the eggs mm-hmm. to get them ready to go into. And, and you can only buy five dozen at a time. And he's trying, they're, they're trying to offload as many of these eggs as quickly as possible. And by the way, um, if you live in a place in a part of the country where you have access to farmers, you're going to be much better than if you're in a big city Boy, and you have to drive a long way to find a farm. That is the truth. 100%. Yes. So this guy is, he's, he's starting, and with the cooperation of other people, you know, farmers literally are the people who will give you the shirt off their back to help you out. So that's what they're doing. They're helping each other. But there are other places and other industries, the, the, for example, cattle and hog and chicken, meat chickens. There's a new, a new innovation. It started with chickens. It's spread into hogs and, and lastly into the beef. But they contract with a processor. Yeah. And the... The farmer provides the care of the animals. The farmer provides the land that they're raised on. The farmer provides the barn that they live in. Mm-hmm. The farmer buys the feed. Mm-hmm. But the processor actually owns the animals. Oh, hmm. And when the processor, when the the meat processing plant is shuttered because five or 20 or however many employees turn up testing positive for COVID, Mm -hmm. 
what's going to happen to those animals? That farmer can no longer afford to feed them. And he has to, he's buying the feed, not the company that, that owns them. Right. Farmers buying the feed. Huh. Okay. So this is when, when he's, when the, the rancher that you just talked to, he said, because there's a bottleneck. That's the bottleneck. That's the bottleneck. <laughs> we can't get food from the source on right. the farm to your grocery store. Right. Because there's the, the chunk in the middle is missing. Let me let me play one minute from this. Here we go. On the shelves. Because if you're not concerned about this food supply problem, you better be. We have a huge supply and demand of food across this nation. We can feed the world ourselves, and yet we're destroying our harvests. At the same time, we are importing beef from other countries, beef that is less regulated than our beef, less safe, not as high quality of product, and yet it's happening. At the same time, they're preparing for us to euthanize oh, it just makes me sick. our harvests. Oh, gosh. It just makes me sick. I mean, honestly, that's what that's what drives me nuts is the fact that, you know, we have a situation right now where everything they're doing is completely nonsensical. Like well, completely. And he's going, why are we doing this? Why are we importing? And you're asking us to euthanize. Just none of it makes sense. It's just awful. It does not make sense. Although maybe this will help mm-hmm. to make some sense of it. Okay. This, is, this is something that, that was a recent Facebook post from a small dairy farmer. He, he got a letter in the mail that was advising, be prepared to dump your milk, mm-hmm. cut back on production by culling cows, drying up some early, cutting back on feed. The milk price is almost the lowest we've ever seen. Yeah. It has been looking good for this year um, after many years of low prices, but not anymore, right? right? The same is happening in the egg industry, the beef industry, vegetable piles of rotting vegetables in fields, smashing eggs. It's criminal. But stores are limiting that what can be purchased, and prices are jacked way up. Yeah. My theory is that they're trying to feed the panic by creating the illusion that there's a food shortage. Ah. But people didn't stop eating. If right. anything, they're eating more. Yeah, we were ever. actually at the store more because we didn't know if the lockdown was going to include stores. So a lot of people went out and stocked up the freezer. I mean, big time. Well, this is a critical part of what he says here. My part of this, uh, part of my theory is that they need to get rid of small farms like ours because we supply local people with food. Oh, a large geez. factory farm is much easier to control, and when they control the food supply, they control the people. Uh, Something just, doesn't add up. I just felt like throwing up. Thanks. Oh gosh. Sorry. What a headache. I. It's sad. It's more than a headache. It's tragic. It's tragic and tragic for us. For us. We'll be right back more with Melissa. So glad she's on today. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Balance of Nature's fruit and veggie capsules contain 100% fine ripened fruits and vegetables, tested pure with no pesticides, fillers, or additives of any kind, and are the most effective whole food supplements on the market today. Fruits and vegetables are on an average 85% water. Balance of Nature uses cold vacuum technology to remove the water, leaving only the whole food. Our cold vacuum technology maintains 99% of the fresh fruits and vegetables' original nutritional value. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code CANYON. Good, better, best. Hi, it's Justin at the Mattress Store. Good kids sleep better with an orthopedic mattress starting at $99. Better athletes like a new posturepedic with core support, only $399. Best parents sleep cool, undisturbed on a new Tempurpedic. And with our no credit, no problem financing, you can sleep well tonight. Four Southern Utah locations, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Bloomington by the Walmart, Washington by Best Buy, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats the Mattress Store. No 
buddy. Hi, this is David down at the Summit Athletic Club. Here at the Summit, your health and safety is our primary concern for all our members and our community. So we are following the guidelines of our local and state leaders and are excited to announce that we are now back open at our River Road location. And keep checking our website and Facebook because we're hoping on opening our other locations as soon as we possibly can. We understand that so many people's lives have been affected in today's world. But I think we all understand the importance, now more than ever, of staying healthy and active. That's why, right now, for a limited time, we have lowered our prices to as little as $19.95 per month. We want to make it as easy as possible to help people take care of their health and strengthen their immune systems during these unprecedented times. So we hope to see you soon. And don't forget, your future really does start here at the Summit Athletic Club. Take me Are you missing teeth or struggling with dentures? Dental implants can save you from losing your jawbone structure, help you eat normal food again, and give you the dream smile you've always wanted. To help serve those who need this procedure, Nuvia Dental Implant Center in St. George is now offering major savings of up to $12,500 off your implant treatment now through April 30th. Lock in your savings now and get the treatment after COVID-19. Go to NuviaSmiles.com forward slash radio to get your free virtual consultation and lock in your savings. During these uncertain times, we know the importance of saving your money. Deseret First Credit Union wants to help you relieve some of that financial pressure by offering 1% cash back when you refinance your vehicle's auto loan. With rates as low as 3.14% APR and no payments for 90 days, we can help your budget today. Visit us at dfcu.com or call 801-456-7590. 801-456-7590. DFCU, you know why. We show how. Terms and conditions apply. OAC membership eligibility required. Join Lyle Boss, president of Boss Financial, for Safe Money Radio at 5 p.m. every Friday and 9 a.m. every Saturday, right here on KZNU. Or call Lyle Boss now for your complimentary Safe Money book at 855-355-7233. Are you living with fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, trouble losing weight, headaches, or joint pain? Has your doctor told you over and over that your blood tests are normal, but you just don't feel well? Dr. Josh Red, chiropractic physician from Red River Health and Wellness, explains what doctors may overlook and how Red River can help. Patients come to us incredibly frustrated because they've been to doctor after doctor and haven't found any answers. We get to the root of the problem by addressing the imbalances that affect the immune system. Because when the immune system is compromised, it leads to autoimmune reactions like fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, and more. We spend a lot of time with each patient addressing the underlying issues instead of giving out temporary Band-Aid solutions. Call Red River at 855-55-RIVER to schedule an in-depth consultation absolutely free. All appointments can be done remotely by FaceTime, Skype, or phone. Call Red River today. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Grew up like my daddy did. My grandpa cleared his land. When I was five, I walked the fence while grandpa held my hand. Great on the scarecrow. Blood on the plow. This land for the nation. This land made me proud. Son, I'm sorry. There's no legacy for you now. Show. So glad that you're tuned in and um, uh, love your uh, comments, messages, everything. Uh, I've got Melissa on. She comes on every week at this time, and we discuss a myriad of topics. And today, I'm discussing food supply, and 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 I have so many questions on this. Before I go there, just making sure that you order up a balance of nature, um, because I'm telling you, fruits and vegetables. Um, when you can pack in 31 fruits and vegetables and dehydrate them down and get those nutrients. 
uh, you're doing good. And that's exactly what uh, Balance of Nature is. Balanceofnature.com. Put in my name, Kate, and you can get 35% off, and you can also get um, uh, free shipping. And they'll get it out to you quick, too. So make sure. And you also get a free health coach um, that will help you with your health and your story. And um, they're there for you, which is nice. It's free. Um, This is a fantastic product. It comes with a drink that also is a fiber drink with turmeric in it and all kinds of minerals and vitamins and it's amazing it's got it's got everything it packs a punch because it's got everything in it it's got a really nice apple kind of flavor to it like a spicy apple flavor and it's really good so i i'm highly recommending balance of nature go to balance of nature put the code kate in k-a-t-e and order up because when i whenever i'm hearing things about the food supply i'm always grateful that i've got balance of nature (laughs) i really 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 am um so all right so tell me where are we at with, I want to know the, the, what's happening behind the scenes, who, for, for lack of a better, I, I hate puns like this in a time when we're talking something like this, but who's steering this? What are, what are we really looking at? Because whenever I see industries going toward Frankenmeat and all this kind of stuff and, and, and Beyond Burger unveils at all of the, the different, you know, fast food places, I'm getting a little nervous that we're sort of being corralled, see another pun sorry corralled into more of this this franken meat business and and getting sold on this what do you think melissa well i i i'm always astonished that behind every corner is bill gates standing there in this whole mess whether we're talking about you know mandatory vaccines or whatever Bill Gates is everywhere, and Bill Gates has been investing millions of dollars funding fake meat companies. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That Beyond Meat, Mm -hmm. Kinko Bio Works. There's a reason. And in order for him to recoup the money that he's invested, he needs uh, meat processing centers to be quiet. Hmm. So this is this is our big shot, you know, right? We're all going to love eating, um, you know, the the vegan bio burger. Yeah. But most people are not choosing that. I wouldn't choose that. I'd rather eat. I I don't want to eat Frankenburger. I, I don't know. Like I like I want it about as much as I do tilapia from China. <laughs> Thank you very much, but no. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want any so, any food source from China. Good grief. So it would be naive to think that there are not forces behind some of this Yeah, that are manipulating markets. And, you know, if, if you want people to be very docile, mm-hmm. strip them of, well, I, I, I say that and then I'm going to take it back. Because I think that... We have never known hunger in the United States. Right. Not significant hunger, like over broad swaths of the Uh -uh. population. No, nobody's walking around starving and 70 pounds emaciated. That doesn't happen in the United States. No, we don't have that. Mm -hmm. And so what will happen when we have large numbers of people... I mean, look what happened with the toilet paper thing. That was toilet paper. If people don't have food, mm-hmm. what will they be driven to? Um, so it, it may yet be another opportunity for the government to step in and really crack down and, and you know, so, show some muscle. I, I'm Frankly, I'm waiting for a coupon rationing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Th- that that could be in our future. If we see a real sig- – so maybe your coupon book says that you can get 10 pounds of, you know, impossible meat. Well, we've done it before. And you can only get three pounds of actual meat. We've done this before. We did this in the Depression. I remember my dad telling stories about having certain coupons for flour and sugar, and you could only pony up to the bar and get only so many uh, things to eat. And once that was out, you were out, unless you had a neighbor that was really nice. Well, I there there are there in there are forces moving behind this. Mm-hmm. This is this is not COVID. This no. is this is exploiting COVID. Yes, now. that's yes, exactly. Yeah, and and that's that's what really kind of is alarming to me. Um, and some of these people are predicting that meat shortage is going to hit our grocery stores mm-hmm. very soon. 
mm-hmm. because you know the time the, from the slaughter t- until it arrives on your on your table is not you know six or eight months right right we're not talking about something for next fall we're yeah. talking about this summer right now maybe even later this spring mm-hmm. before those things and i i was talking to a family member today and um, pointing out that already my local grocery store has no Tyson chicken available right now. Hmm. And Tyson, Tyson is processed in Mm -hmm. my state Mm -hmm. and is local and it's unavailable right now because their plant is closed. Hmm. So how, how quick is that supply line come to, to your grocery store? Wow. It's not a long, you know, and uh, everywhere people are talking about the supply line is breaking, the supply chain is breaking, but I really do think that there is a portion of people in our country right now who believe that that our food comes from the grocery store, and they don't have any idea what lies behind that. Boy, that's the truth. You know, if you go to the grocery, I mean, this is the first time literally in my lifetime that I have ever gone to the grocery and seen lots of shelves empty. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of intimidating. I'm not worried quite yet. Right. But but I, you know, I I do think that there's there's nefarious forces at work here. Yeah. Um, One of the other things that I think people have not really grasped is the the debt that we owe to farmers. And many of these people who are on small family farms trying to keep it going, Mm -hmm. um, my own family included in that, is how very difficult and how close to the edge they live all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Let me let me play another minute of this uh, from sure. Shad Sullivan. Uh, here we go. Here we go. And, uh, pressed to be sustainable. I've said all along sustainability is a fraud. And right now, we're being forced to destroy our harvests. That doesn't sound like sustainability to me. But it is part of the overall goal to vertically integrate your food system. You see, they cannot have control of the people unless they have control of the food, the water, the land, production. exactly true. Hmm. It is time we get back to work. It is time uh, the American people force uh, the government to listen to us. We are of, by, and for the people. This is not Nancy Pelosi's country. This is not Donald Trump's country. This is your country, and you're going to go hungry. We must get regional and local packing houses up and going. Do we have to have those big big packing plants? You bet we do, and they need to be running right now. Wow. What do you think, Melissa? I think he's exactly right. Yep. Um, and I think that farmers are the foundation that we all stand on. Mm-hmm. We stand on their shoulders every at every meal. Yep, we sure do. We sure do. That um, was Shad Sullivan, by the way, speaking out and uh, on his ranch um, about what's going on because people aren't understanding this. They're not really thinking about it. We've all been in our homes. We're not thinking about what's actually going on with all these industries and that broken window theory of how it reaches all these different industries, too. Now, now they've well, been doing I, trade. They've been doing trade deals. They've been, um, they've been, you know, exporting as there's money in exporting and ranchers and farmers have been exporting and, and things like that. But we're talking about just the bottleneck in, in food here is what we're talking about. Well, there's, there's other factors for farmers that we, I think we as a population need to have a better understanding of. Farmers have a suicide rate higher than war veterans. I did not know higher that. Higher than our veteran population. I didn't know this. And huh. No, and it, it's the the mental health crisis on on farms is interesting. And it comes because farmers farmers are gamblers. I, I used mm-hmm. to talk to my father-in-law about that. There are no greater gamblers than farmers are because every year they put seed in the ground, they raise animals for for market, whatever, and there there are factors that affect what they are able to recoup from that effort that are beyond their control, always, hmm. uh, whether it's the market or whether it's 
weather conditions or whether it's disease or look at this, this COVID thing. What farmer could have predicted this? Yeah. But it's going to impact them. You know, my husband goes to work. He's still working. Mm-hmm. A farmer who can't sell his his eggs, mm-hmm. a farmer who can't get the potatoes to market and sell them for anything, that's zero. Right. They're done. So uh, here's a great quote from a farmer. She said, we worked 80 hours a week, but we couldn't afford to see a dentist. I remember the panic when a late freeze threatened our crop and the constant fights about money. It it is, farming is both the noblest and the most stressful occupation. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous and hard work and often doesn't pay a whole lot. And yet... We take it for granted. And they're always, yeah, you're right. They're, and they're always fighting. Um, they're always fighting from government encroachment, too, because we have got, we've dialed down to now 5% um, um, small family farms now in America. It used to be 95%. And the land, um, the BLMs, and, and all of the, the government overreach that goes into trying to sort of get them off that property to purchase that property to get but get it under the government umbrella it is it is sickening it is sickening what has gone on uh, that i've seen in the last 8 years well we we all and and i'm i'm actively i was just talking with my husband mm-hmm. we're looking for local suppliers that we can build a relationship with right um to get to get food Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to be able to go and, you know, I want to go to the farmer's market and buy direct from the farmer where he gets a better price than he will get from selling to a supplier mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a chain of people that takes that food away from my area. Much of our food, American farmers don't just feed the United States. Right. They feed a good chunk of the world. And we need to be more appreciative of the sacrifice. It's a tough spot because do you want to pay more for Mm -hmm. a loaf of bread? Yeah. Yeah. And it's already smaller. (laughs) Our food is tiny. I was just reading reading in the same article (laughs) about a a guy who used to play a game, what my one bear or one... um, what a bushel of wheat will not buy Jeez. and a bushel of wheat is not when they sell it mm-hmm. it only sells you know it depends it's market right. dependent but it's not enough right that one bushel of wheat makes 80 loaves of bread but it's not enough for the farmer to buy wow. we'll be right back more with melissa don't go anywhere this is the kate daly show katedalyradio.com Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Erectile dysfunction is a serious subject that plagues a lot of men. The good news is that we can fix the problem without any medication, injections, or surgery. Wasatch Medical is open, and we're here for you. We're following all CDC guidelines. We're even taking your temperature at the door to make sure all of our patients are safe and healthy. Our technology is clinically proven to eliminate ED affordably and quickly with zero side effects. If you're struggling with ED and want a long-lasting fix, call us right now we're running an unprecedented special never before offered we'll give you the initial medical exam assessment and blood flow ultrasound totally free that's a $300 value additionally if you call us now and come in and take our treatments we'll give you a special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom the number is 801-901-8000 that's 801-901-8000 call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now to claim that offer 801-901-8000 is working from home harder than you thought it would be? Would you like a comfy, quiet, distraction-free office space for just $39 a day? Book your room today at the Hilton Garden in St. George. Just call or text Chris at 229-4007. The Hilton Garden Inn. This is Dr. Red, chiropractic physician with Red River Health and Wellness. Are you suffering with fatigue, brain fog, headaches, intestinal issues, weight gain, and you haven't been able to find any answers? I've constantly been fighting with my weight and thyroid issues for 
more than 25 years, and none of the doctors in 25 years have ever been able to explain to me what Hashimoto's is, what it means to me, and how to manage it. Red River Health and Wellness can help you. Today, my life is like, the minute I get out of bed, I hit the ground running. I'm ready to go. I want to see what today is going to bring, what adventures I'm going to have without pain and with all the energy to do everything that I want to do. Our goal is to teach you and educate you so you know how to manage your condition a lot more effectively and you know what to do and what not to do for the rest of your life. With our satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Call Red River at 855-55-RIVER to schedule an in-depth consultation absolutely free. All appointments can be done remotely by FaceTime, Skype, or phone. A lot of people don't realize that you can have a beautiful funeral and still choose cremation. Candlelight Affordable Funeral Services right here in Southern Utah can help you with both. By pre-planning your services, you can make your wishes known and give your family the opportunity for closure. Hi, this is Brian at Candlelight Affordable Funeral Services in Cedar City, Utah. Call me today and see that there is a difference. 435-586-3456 or find us online at affordablefuneralservices.com and look for the candle. Let's check in with Katie at Nielsen RV. Hey, there's something wrong. I'm cranky, stressed, irritable. I can't think straight. You should see how crazy I've gone slashing prices on our RV. I think I've completely lost my mind. Sounds like COVID-19 cabin fever to me. Chris, I think you're right. I need to get out in the fresh air and the wide open spaces in an RV and do some social distancing with my family. I think you should do the same. NielsenRV.com, State Street in Hurricane, or underneath the giant American flag off the Bluff Street exit. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Are you tired of paying high fees and commission even when you lose your money? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Lyle Boss specializes in safe money accounts with guarantee of principal, guaranteed growth, and income you can never outlive. Safe money accounts can provide bonuses of up to 20%, participation in stock market gains, and minimum guaranteed growth of up to 7.5% for up to 20 years with a guaranteed lifetime income you can never outlive. Join Lyle Boss for the Safe Money Radio Show on KZNU every Friday at 5 to 6 p.m. drive time. You can also call Lyle Boss now for your free customized Safe Money Information Kit and a 115-page Safe Money book. Call 1-855-355-SAFE. That's 855-355-7233. You rely on home delivery now more than ever before. St. George Water Store provides home delivery of clean, fresh, safe, alkaline drinking water. No contracts, no hidden fees, and no delivery charges. Order home delivery today at sgwaterstore.com. That's sgwaterstore.com. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to sit up all night with a newborn colt and watch it die and dry his eyes and say, maybe next year. I need somebody who can shape an axe handle from a persimmon sprout, shoe a horse with a hunk of car tire, who can make harness out of hay, wire feed sacks and shoe scraps, who planting time and harvest season will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon and then paint in from tractor back, put in another 72 hours. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink-combed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. It had to be somebody who'd plow deep and straight and not cut corners. Somebody to seed, weed, feed, breed, and rake, and disc, and plow, and plant, and tie the fleece, and strain the milk. Somebody who'd bale a family together with the soft, strong bonds of sharing who would laugh and then sigh 
and then reply with smiling eyes when his son says that he wants to spend his life doing what dad does. So God made a farmer. Oh, I love it. For the farmer in all of us. That was the uh, the ad campaign that went out with that. And I absolutely love that. And every word of that is true. And and I and I, I do, I, I played that several times on the show. I love that piece because it, it really speaks to the heart of, of who we are as Americans. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. I'm Kate Daly, your host. I've got Melissa Smith with me from the Midwest. And um, she comes on this hour every week. And and let me tell you, there's a couple of things that I want to talk about because um, we've got a couple. Well, we've got a couple of things. When I keep saying broken window theory, what I'm talking about is this: in Bastiat's tale, and Bastiat, oh my gosh, you, sh- you, you, hopefully listening to the show, you've read Bastiat by now. Because if you haven't read the law, you need to, because it will really open your eyes as to what's going on around us with government. Um, it's kind of like the must. Like every kid needs to read that book too. Everybody needs to read the law. It's a very short read. But in his tale, a boy breaks a window, and the townspeople looking on decide that the boy has actually done the community a service because his father will have to pay the town's glazier the, to replace the broken pane, and the glazier will then spend the extra money on something else, jump-starting the local economy. And the onlookers come to believe that breaking windows stimulates the economy. And it's the broken window fallacy. So... And it has has negative ripple effects. And when I first met Melissa, one of the things that she told me about, and I'll have you tell this, uh, Melissa, is is the documentation from the 2014 um, uh, easement uh, easement. Uh, is it an act? Easement act? It's a no. It's it's a it's a conservation conservation easement. program. Okay. Yeah, it's called a conservation easement, mm-hmm. and it was being used in Ohio. For farmers to sign over the deed of their property to conservation organizations. <sighs> and Jeez. when you did that, you retained Your the name. right to live on the property, mm-hmm. but the conservation organization then would have, they would actually own your property. And the, the carrot that was dangled in front of farmers' noses was, you will reduce your tax load, your property tax load. Um, and my mother-in-law actually did not sign one of the conservation easements, and she's watched her property taxes explode underneath oh, her. It's I very difficult for this. her. And so anyway, but, but the, one of the worst parts of this, and my husband and I got a copy of the the document that they were shopping around. It was like a boilerplate, and you just filled in the address and some, you know, technicalities. But we got to the back of the document, and you were actually signing over your property to this conservation organization, the state, Mm -hmm. the United States government, or its successors in perpetuity forever. And my husband and I looked at each other and said, the United States... Or its successor? Who's our successor? Who's the successor to the United States that they're planning on? That just made my, my toes curl. I can't even imagine I, signing a document that has that in it. It's United States and its or its successor. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was it was very shocking. Hello, global government. Well. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and um, so there's that. And I also I wanted to bring that up because of the broken window thing. Because of the solution that people are coming up with, um, is what? Because I want to I want to align that with what Tom's did with their shoes to kind of show what that does. But but what is what? What are they trying to do right now? There's there, I know there's good uh, do-gooders trying to come up with all these answers, right? About what to do. Well, one of the solutions we should just have the government buy all the food from the farmers and then um, and then they'll dole it out to. Yeah. Uh, poor people, yeah. and I think maybe all of us will be poor if if this yeah. carries forward. We already have farm subsidies and everything. Go, go ahead, because I if 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 people are um, you know coming up with these ideas, they have to be very careful about where those ideas go. When Tom's decided to uh, buy a pair, give a pair on their shoes, they put cobblers out of business in these third world countries. They couldn't make a living because they were competing with the freebie shoe. And Tom's kept painting, you know, uh, patting themselves on the back and saying, well, how wonderful they were. They they were putting people out of business. The very people they're going down to help, 
the dad, the cobbler, you know, the, the daughter gets the pair of shoes. How wonderful. But the dad's out of work. Right. Oh, man. So the, the law of unintended consequences, yes. right? Yes. Um, one of the other things that I am very concerned about in agriculture is uh, the Chinese have taken a very decided interest in American agribusiness. They are not, I'm not talking about selling, you know, buying Mm -hmm. food that's available. I'm not talking about buying so many tons of wheat or buying pork from processors. I'm talking about the vertical integration of agribusiness and the Chinese purchasing the entire system. Mm. So, for example, they are buying pork farm. They are buying agricultural property upon which pork is being raised, they already own Smithfield Foods. And I just was reading an article that they have bought a, like, an export terminus now. So the Chinese, and by the way, the people who are watching this are not, the Chinese are not being entirely straightforward about who exactly owns some of these businesses. Mm. At the time of purchase, they're saying, oh, this is an independent organization. You know, they, they don't, not, that's not any part of this. Right. But subsequently, you know, independent investigators will come back and say, well, oh, by the way, this is actually a front for the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. The Chinese, you, you have to remember, they struggle to feed their, their population. They don't have enough agricultural land. So they're looking for the United States to become their supplier. They will own the land. They will own the animals. They will own the processing plant, and they will own the terminus to ship it to China. Wow. If if that's not alarming to you, <laughs> that's extremely it alarming. Be. Yeah. That is extremely alarming. Yeah, so right now, you know, we're they're going Smithfield is still a presence here. Well, you know, you can buy things at the store, but what if the Chinese government says no? Mhm. Nobody here owns any of that. Yeah. So the control of food is one of the fastest ways to control a population. Do we really think it's in our national interest to allow foreign governments to control our agricultural produce? Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, for sure. And let's add to that, we have... The FDA, who has decided that we don't need to know country of origin, have country of origin labeling on our agricultural uh, products that are coming back into the country. I'm sure it was a big story a couple months ago, or maybe even longer than that. Raise chickens here, mm-hmm. send them to China where they're processed, bring them back to the United States. Wow. Does that sound like a great plan? Yeah. In light of the COVID thing? (laughs) Oh, man. And do we have any control over that? And let me add, that's one branch of it. But if you live in the Midwest, you hear about Syngenta, the big, Mm -hmm. uh, they're a Monsanto-like chemical corporation. They sell fertilizers and seeds and very similar things to Monsanto. Um, Syngenta is also now owned by a Chinese company. What? Hmm. Yeah, Syngenta. And so what happens when, uh, and people who watch agricultural markets have said, when you see competition over seeds decline, you see the number of the types of seeds, the genetic diversity of seeds decline. Mm-hmm. And... Sure enough. What what if we're in a situation where the Chinese will only buy seeds or they will only manufacture seeds mm-hmm. that can be grown in China? You lose biodiversity yeah. is important for farmers because what grows in my little corner of the Midwest may not be the same thing as what grows well in you know Minnesota sure. or what grows in Nebraska. Really different climate zones, really different types or yet what grows really well in china Mm -hmm. so if syngenta says 
you know, we're not really interested in what grows well in Nebraska. Right. We're not going to manufacture that seed anymore. You can grow our seed, and then we'll take it all back to China for, for ourselves. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. This is this is yeah. stuff we need to be having a national conversation about. Yeah. Well, we need to, yeah, we need to come up with solutions. As long as, Kate, as long as we have this idea that all of our food just comes mm-hmm. from the grocery store, we're never going to get there. Right. Right. No, you're right. So what are we going to do? That's the that's the hard part. What are we going to do? What you know, and 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 not just the conversation. What are we actually going to do about it? I don't know. Um, I don't know what well, to do. Well, here's here's a little piece of bright news. Okay. I guess just yesterday or today, um, Trump did sign a, mm-hmm. an executive order that, as part of the Defense Production Act, that is going. They're going to keep meat processing plants open. And Trump said, this is part of national security, that we keep these processing plants open and, and producing. So perhaps that will alleviate some of the stress in the system. Let's mm-hmm. hope so. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. But, you know, one of the things we can do, mm-hmm. we can contact our state representatives. Right. And say, you know, we're, we want to advocate for no foreign ownership of our agricultural property yeah. in our state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we can also advocate for, you know, a return. You know, what can we do to help our small farmers? One of the things we can do is look for those local producers and support them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, somebody who's got a dairy herd, you know, somebody who's got beef cattle, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who's got chickens, yep. support them. I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely thank you, Melissa. I really appreciate you doing all this. I we we just this is just such a soft spot for me. So I'm 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 glad that you're bringing this up. And you know we have a lot of people out there in the crazy um, zone uh, wearing these masks and condemning everybody else. And Melissa made a great point off air because she said, you know, it's like this self righteous behavior going on right now. This whole self righteous behavior, and she's right. That's exactly what it is. And I I just wanted to let you know, my own health department said that wearing a mask is un safe if you are not sick. Um, somewhere the wires are getting crossed because everybody's pointing a finger at everybody else that, t- that says, you know, they're in charge and it's just getting a little crazy. And I just wanted to make everybody realize or not make everybody realize, but let you know that look up your own health department, print that sheet out, that news release where they say, you know what, wearing a mask probably is not safe for you uh, if you're not if you're if you're healthy, because it really only a few should do that. By the way, I'm going to be out about seven days and, and of shows and uh, mostly of next week. And I just wanted to let you know, I am rerunning some fantastic interviews for all of you. Melissa's even on a, on, on one of them. And I, I'm telling you, everybody from Don Brown, Extortion 17, that did the whole uh, book on the um, the cover-up of, of the uh, seals dying. Um, him, he'll be on the show. I have uh, Investigator Dave doing War on Drugs. I've got a whole show on citizenship from 18 71 like what happened to our citizenship also warren farrell on the importance of dads norman dodd the importance of what happened to our education system uh where he explains it and interviews from dana lash and and day and dave limbaugh david limbaugh rush's brother i've got uh, uh all kinds of uh, rebecca roth 9-11 show i'm going to replay that and so man even brian kilmeade he was my guest for his book called the washington you know a uh, spiring so make sure that that you're tuning in because these I replay these uh, not very often and and it'll be a it'll be fun to be able to listen to some of these and uh, most of them are, are non-COVID <laughs> so I purposefully went there because I knew you needed a break as much as I did um, and so make sure you tune in over the next seven days you're going to hear some fantastic interviews and thank you really appreciate it Melissa thank you